this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Family Devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. That's the title of it. Because back in those days, they had devotions in the morning and in the evening, family devotions. You, you want to know where Spurgeon got his power? You want to know where, and I'm, no, I'm nowhere near Spurgeon, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. You know where uh, I have gotten my power from God? It's through family devotions. I will say to you, I will say to every preacher, every servant of the Lord, the most powerful thing you can do is to have family devotions where you, sir, lead in the prayers and in the devotions. Not your wife, you. That means that if you have to leave by six in the morning, get everybody up. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 593. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in the Lord Jesus Christ, who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? Have you believed in him? Have you believed on him? He said that he's the only way to heaven. He's the only way to God. Not Buddha, not Muhammad, not Hare Krishna, nobody else. Jesus Christ is the only way. Do you realize, do you understand that you are a sinner? That you have sinned against God? That you have offended God? Do people offend you when they sin against you? Well, you have offended God by sinning against His laws, His, command, His commandments. Remember, he's the judge. Not only is he the heavenly father, he's the judge of the universe. Have you ever lied before? Have you ever stolen anything whatsoever? And by the way, there's no such things as little white lies. We made that lie up. There's no such thing as petty stealing. That's not in the Bible you have stolen. When you have lusted after a beautiful woman, you have committed adultery with her in your heart. That's what Jesus said. Have you ever lusted after a beautiful woman? For you women, I guess, a man. I don't see what you see in a man, but evidently God has wired you to see something in a man. And it is a beautiful thing, by the way, when a man and a woman gets uh, get together. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, I think it's so wonderful. 
not a man and a man, not a woman and a woman, that's hellacious and will cause you to end up in hell. Have you committed those sins? Homosexuality, lesbianism, you got AIDS and monkeypox and you're going to hell. I'm not picking on you because we got folk in the church who have the coronavirus plague and they're going to hell too. You're going to see a whole lot of church members in hell. So I'm not picking on anybody. Have you ever dishonored your parents and disrespected your parents? You have offended God. Yes, that's right. When you offend other people, you offend God Almighty. God does not play that. God does not play the game of you love me and love me and love me and praise me, but you hate other people and you're disrespectful to your husband and you don't love your wife and you uh, don't love your parents and the parents don't love the children and etc. etc. God does not play that. No. He's going to send you back to the parent that you hate. He's going to send you back to the wife that you hate. He's going to send you back to the husband that you hate when you try to pray to him. In fact, I'm going to tell you what God's going to do. When you try to pray to God and give him praise, he's going to slide somebody's face right in front of you. It's going to block him. I want you to go back and apologize to that person and make things right with that person. Then you can come back to me. Leave your gift. <laughs> Leave your gift and then go get that right and then come give it to me. That's how God's going to do you. He does not play that foolishness, man. You can't do that with God. Have you ever dishonored God by taking his name in vain? How about you? Hmm? Have you ever cursed using God's name? Have you ever lied on God and Jesus? When you knew you were lying to try to cover a sin that you committed? Well, then you understand that you are a sinner. You've done evil in God's sight. And somebody has to pay for that sin. Either you're going to pay for it in hell... Or you're going to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who already paid for it. For John the Baptist said about Jesus Christ, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. Have you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ? For Jesus Christ has instructed you in the most beautiful, most powerful, and most important words ever said in the history of the world. One day I hope that God will give me the ability to say it in every language. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's right. Simply believe in your heart, your soul, and your spirit, and your mind in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God. He paid your sin debt.
he paid it all. You have an eternal life insurance policy, far more important than the life insurance policy that you're trying to pay right now. Already paid for through the blood, the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to take advantage of it. May I lovingly persuade you to do so. I, I, I have no problem saying that. I am trying to persuade you to do so so that you can get your soul saved from hell. God knows, my wife knows, my oldest daughter knows that I am not up here for my health. My oldest daughter wants me to rest. But I'm up here because God compels me, God leads me to preach the gospel so that you can hear it and be saved. I'm not here for myself. I'm already saved. I want you to get saved. And all you have to do is believe, rather believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that he died for your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. And hell is a very real place that if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you love your sin, you love your darkness rather than light. That's what Jesus said. That's the reason why many people don't get saved. They love darkness rather than light. The devil is a lie. You love your partying, your jam jam boogie boogieing. You love going to your devilish concerts and corrupting your family members with it. You love going to the club. Uh, remember now, these clubs are not open really during the daytime. They're mostly in the darkness of the nighttime, all into the wee hours of the morning. You love sneaking around with Bo Peep and Sylvia. You love being in the dark car having sex with somebody you're not married to. The devil is a lie. Jesus wants you to get saved so that you can walk in the light. He is the light. Walk in it. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, and thou you shall be saved. Call on his name to save you, and he will save you. It is as simple as that. Church membership does not mean a thing if you're not born again, if you're not saved, if you're not believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Getting baptized does not mean anything if you're not saved, if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I was Christianed when I was a child, so I know I'm saved, but you're acting like a devil, so you can't be saved. You say, I sung in the choir, and I preached from the pulpit, and I was a deacon, and a young deacon, and a little deacon, and I was in Easter plays. Surely I'm saved. No, you're not. If you're basing it on that, you're not. You have not been born again. You're religious. You might be church going and faithful at it, but you're lost and on your way 
to hell. And God has shown me that there are many, many, many thousands of Christian folk, uh, people who claim to be Christians in the church, church folk, who are going to go to hell and who are in hell right now. And Jesus Christ will not say to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant. He's going to say, I never knew ye, you workers of iniquity. You lied on me when you told your lie. You stole from your own family members. You uh, never got it right. You lied to your family members and your friends. You never tried to get it right. You lusted and you never confessed it as sin. You committed fornication, you committed adultery, you committed homosexuality and you never confessed it as sin, you never repented of it, it never bothers you because you're not saved. By the way, the sign of being born again, the main sign of being born again and being truly saved, sin will bother you to no end. And you will be trying to find a place, even if you have an evil thought, to confess it as sin and repent. If sin does not bother you, you're lost and on your way to hell. If you can look somebody in the eye and tell them a bald-faced lie and never apologize and never repent and never get it right, you're lost and on your way to hell. Christians can't. Born-again Christians can't do that. So if you're religious and lost, you did all of that religious stuff. And by the way, I did it too. I'm not picking on you. I was in church all of my life. I thank God that my mother at least was trying to point me in the right direction. But she did not lead me to Jesus because she didn't know how to be saved herself. And early on, my dad didn't either. He got saved while watching Billy Graham. He got truly born again and became the most loving man I ever met in my life too loving in fact he didn't he didn't balance his love with some wrath and chastisement and rebuke uh, on his wife and on his children we all needed it he, he loved us too much and tried to take the blame for everything he loved us so much and 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 the and sisters let him take the blame i he, when I did something wrong, I, I, I stopped him lovingly, respectfully. And I said, Dad, you, you're not responsible for this. I am. And that's how loving he was after he got saved. He used to be mean as a junkyard dog before he got saved. I saw my dad transform into a real Christian man. And he put up with a whole bunch of junk from his wife and from his children. That's just the reality. I'm not telling you that to shame my family. I'm telling you that to help you and your family. See, this is real talk, real preaching. This is transparency. What you're going through, we went through, and everybody else goes through as well. Don't let people fool you. Nobody has a perfect family, nobody. And so, beloved, with all of that said, believe 
in the Lord Jesus Christ. Do what he has told you to do. Bunk what other people are telling you. You just do what Jesus said. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. If you're willing to get saved today, if you're willing to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ to get saved, pray with me the sinner's prayer. Mean it from your heart. Don't say it if you don't mean it. Don't say it if you're not going to truly believe in Jesus Christ and change. Shall we pray together? Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. I understand that I have offended you personally by breaking your laws and your commandments. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my lying evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, today and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart. May I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life. <clears throat> I know it's hard for some people to receive this free gift from God, but you don't have any money to pay for it. You don't have enough money to pay for it. It can't be bought. It's too expensive. All you can do is receive it. It's a gift from God. Accept it and rejoice in it and give God thanks for it. If you want to continue to grow in the faith, I have a little free book. It's a free download. Go to gospellightsociety.com and read the book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. 
you just believed in him so you went through the door Jesus Christ now you're on the other side and there are some things he wants you to do and he expects me and other preachers to tell you what to do next it's always wonderful to know when you get into a new situation the next steps they're like a staircase and they get you going so read that book free of charge also email me at dw3 at gospelite society let me know you got saved so that we can rejoice in your salvation with you and also if you have a prayer request and also send you some extra materials and also if you have a prayer request let us know that so that we can pray for you until you tell us to stop now my beloved we're going to resume our uh, standing between the living and the dead service at the point of a short Bible study so for those of you who got saved today and believed in Christ and you prayed that prayer and I want you to know being able to share the gospel with you is the greatest joy of my life after being saved myself and I, I, I'm about to explode with excitement and joy just see by God allowing me to do my job that he called me to do is just an extraordinary joy very fulfilling and so I'm just as excited about your salvation or your hearing about Jesus Christ and his salvation and uh, it's up to you to get saved and I hope that one day you will experience his joy as I do so I rejoice with you I thank God for the privilege to be able to tell you the gospel and uh, and at this time this will be your first official official Bible study since you have been saved John 6 67 reads then said Jesus unto the twelve will ye also go away thank you son Daniel Ezekiel for coming through in a big way live everywhere now so those of you who like to uh, people like what they like have you you know have you noticed that in life this is why companies they build not just one car they build a whole bunch of other cars uh, to me things could be simple much more simple but people like what they like they like a certain color they like a certain shape they like you know and so people get into what they like and there are people who like to see it on BC anyone there are people who like to be on BC anyone while I'm preaching so they listen to me preach and they look at the news at the same time um, then there are people who love to watch it on Gospelite Society International. Some people who love to watch it on Gospelite 
uh, house of prayer directly. And one day we're going to be in the metaverse, one day soon. And the metaverse is going to be something else, people, more than what you think. Uh, so you better go ahead on and get your goggles. And one day you won't need the goggles. Uh, it's it's, it's a, a major changing of the internet. That's what it is. And so, uh, as one person put it, uh, the virtual will be reality. It will have, uh, the virtual will have real life impact. Now that's going deep. It's a bit deep for me. But, um, souls will get saved through the metaverse. Whether you like it or not. God is still in control. God is still in charge. And the founder of Facebook, he didn't change the name to Meta for nothing. So ladies and gentlemen, as we continue in the Bible study, uh, live everywhere, thank you, uh, Daniel Ezekiel, Daniqua and Danielle and all of your hard work for the Lord. Many people have forsaken Jesus Christ and have walked no more with him. But what reason have you to make a change? Has there been any reason for it in the past? Has not Jesus proved himself all-sufficient? He appeals to you today. Have I been a wilderness unto you? When your soul has simply trusted Jesus, have you ever been confounded? Have you not up till now found your Lord to be a compassionate and generous friend to you? Why are you changing? Why are you leaving him? Why are you forsaking him? Running after the God of money, running after the liturgy God of prostitution, running after the liturgy God of material things, running after the liturgy God of ill-gotten gain and then trying to present it as God's prosperity, you lying devil. See, this is one of the things that God hates and hated about the so-called prosperity gospel churches. Many of them to put forth this lie of the prosperity gospel took ill-gotten gain from drug dealers, prostitutes, stuff like that, and laundered the money, cleaned up the money and passed it through the church to God, saying that God blessed them. You see, preacher, how you know about that? Uh, I know that. Listen to me. There are churches 
today that's funded by drug money and, it, and this was running big time in the so-called prosperity gospel prostitution money gang money that pastors laundered the money particularly in the charismatic church and those akin to them because my dear charismatic friends unlike uh, most of my Baptist and Bible friends they don't have the proper respect for the Bible and they'll change the Bible to what they want it to fit many of them some will not and don't tell me because I was raised up in the Baptist Church the Disciples Church the Holiness Church the Charismatic Church my dad was a Baptist preacher my mother uh, was a uh, holiness preacher so don't 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 tell me I know well I know uh, there's some there's a line that some Baptists and some Bibles will not cross the charismatics will uh, say they felt something or sent something and and go with that instead of what the Word of God says that's why they're in a mess there's nothing but satanic confusion. They will dismiss God's word to do what they feel and do what they think. And God is not pleased with that. See, the Holy Ghost of God is not going to lead you to go contrary to the word of God. Because the Holy Ghost of God wrote the word of God through man. So that's, that's not logical. That does not make sense. Other way. And so, ladies and gentlemen, has not the Lord been a compassionate, generous, loving friend to you? And has not simple faith in Him given you all the peace your spirit could desire? Can you so much as dream of a better friend than He has been to you? Then change not the old and tried for the new and false. As for the present, can that compel you to leave Christ? When we are hard beset with this world or with the several trials within the church, we find it a most blessed thing to pillow our head upon the bosom of our Savior. This is the joy we have today that we are saved in Him. And not only saved in Him, may I add safe in Him. And if this joy be satisfying, wherefore should we think of changing? Who barters gold for dross? We will not forswear the sun till we find a better light nor leave our Lord until a brighter lover shall appear. And since this can never be, we will hold him with a grasp immortal 
and bind his name as a seal upon our arm. As for the future, can you suggest anything which can arise that shall render it necessary for you to mutiny against Christ, to desert the old flag, to serve under another captain, yes, the blood-stained banner? We think not. If life be long, he changes not. If we are poor, what better than to have Christ who can make us rich? More than money, that is. And have true riches. When we are sick, what more do we want than Jesus to make our bed in our sickness? When we die, is it not written that neither death nor life nor things present, nor things to come, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We say with Peter, Lord, to whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? I hope you went to Jesus today when I share with you the gospel shall we pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you so much, Lord, for this great Bible study and this great devotional. Filled with your holy word, filled with prayer, thank you also, Lord, for helping our technician to fix a problem another way. We pray that the other way would come online but Lord, help us always to be prepared to move over to another way to make it work so that other people who like to like what they like and be where they want to be and see what they want to see where they want to see it on the platform that they choose. Help us always to be there by your grace, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Glorify your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty there is a punishment for sin, always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift, of salvation. 
that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. 
I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.